Hello, and welcome back to the Ministry Refuel podcast. My name is Kat Robbins, and I have the honor and privilege of being your host. I am joined today with one of the greats in ministry. He's probably going to shake his head and say no. But if you know this person, you love this person because he is filled with wisdom. He is like a living fortune cookie, and he has impacted my life in so many ways. So I'm excited uh, to introduce to you Bishop. Okay, he's not a bishop, but we call him Bishop. Darius Elder. He is a pastor, though. Glory to God. Yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I've been so excited to be on this podcast so thank you for the opportunity yes sir and you know i referenced this in last week's episode but we it has been a battle to get here it really has we've had technical difficulties we've had scheduling errors it's been wild so i know i know today's gonna be good i hope so you said you referenced it in the last uh session i in the last episode i really Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i wanted that wanted to have you on there and it didn't work out but now we're here Thank you, Lord. My computer hasn't exploded. <laughs> so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you just taking the time to do this. Yeah. So a little bit of background with like our relationship mm-hmm. goes way back because yep. your wife worked with my mom. Yep. That's right. Yancey Nancy Brothers. Brothers. Yes. They yes. were building um, bulldozers yeah. together. Caterpillar. Yeah. Caterpillar. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Named after me. <laughs> Kat. So, um, so we go way back. Yes. Um, but for everybody listening, my life was falling apart years ago. Oh my goodness. I was a hot mess and I I knew that there was some wisdom in this office and I came beating your door down and I was like, I need your help. And you actually chose to help me. Fun fact. Do you know that you were my first official coaching client? Wow. Do y'all hear that? Wow, we're you, making history. Yes, you were. Like when I figured out um, the the next part or the extension of what God has called me to do, I figured it out and started doing some research and studying on it. And then you came like at the right, at the perfect time. I was yeah. like, let's do this. And so you were my first official coaching client. Never forget it. And that's amazing because as screwed up as I am, you still decided to do it. So that's the mercy of God. Yes. So I'm, I'm grateful that you that you still said yes. Yeah, absolutely. So Pastor Darius, you have a lot of ministry experience mm-hmm. under your belt. And it's crazy for only being 27 years old. That's crazy <laughs> that you have so much ministry experience. So I would love to hear just maybe a little bit of your background of like some of the things that you've done in ministry and kind of where you're at now. I'd love wow. to hear that. Let's see. I can give the short story. Um, so I started, I've been in ministry pretty much all my life. Um, I remember at the age of 16 is when I became fully aware that I was doing full-time ministry. So I started out as the organist for our church at 16. Um, so I've been doing um music ministry with some you know other ministry a small group pastor uh, I was an executive pastor of a church uh, worship pastor um, so I've been in several facets of ministry for the last 30 yeah 31 32 years or so so wow. just kind of a vast um, experience there yeah so uh, you, you know. basically have done it all uh, not all but uh, a, l- a little bit of uh, a yeah, little something. A little, a little bit, yeah, yeah. 
Well, if y'all don't know Pastor Darius, he can play the organ better than anybody. Oh my gosh, that whoa, that is way too much. Look, You're too kind. Humble. He's being humble. You're too kind. He's gonna play the organ when people come into heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're gonna stand the seven. Uh, I, I see. What do you know about a seven? <laughs> Very little. <laughs> Very little. Um, but yeah, but you you've done it all, and you've been doing it longer than I've been alive. Um, Wait. Don't don't say that. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Listen, you have to give me this. I'm surrounded by people who were born after 9-11. Okay. So, like, I need to feel some level I got of, you. of you. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? You can have it. I, I, you can At have this it. point, it's not that you're old. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're seasoned. You know what I'll I mean? I'll take it. I'll like, take it. not everybody can say that they've successfully been in ministry for 31, 32 years. Well, thank you for saying that. That's appreciate just a, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great well, perspective. Right? Oh, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. I have to. Um, so now you, you mentioned this earlier that you've kind of stepped into that new place of like where the Lord has called you to be, mm-hmm. which is coaching. Uh-huh. And so how did you kind of go from the, you know, in the church world, in the trenches, working, serving to now continuing to do that, but also focusing on coaching and calling things out of people? Well, a, a few years ago, um, to be honest, probably about six years ago, I just kind of started feeling the transition that there was more or something more I could do um, ministry-wise and just um, just starting to explore that. And um, it, it took a while. It was such a journey. But um, I can't remember who it was, though. I hate, I don't remember who it was that made me aware that I had been doing it all along. I just mm. didn't know what to call it. Wow. Um, and so once I start to just kind of unpack that and, and just try to figure out how to make it work um, for what I currently do now. And uh, as I extend uh, my business, I have a coaching company, Lead 180 Coaching and Consulting. And so um, it's just such a blessing uh, because um, our, our senior pastor here um, allowed me to kind of he said, hey, won't you just grow your business as you continue to serve? On staff, and so I thought that was um, uh, phenomenal. I've never had a, a pastor to 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 speak into uh, other facets of others' uh, ministry uh, like that before, and so so that I kind of got into it that way, and um, and we're just growing and, and trying to see what God does with it, and so just taking a leap of faith, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So. You are um, you are both my coach, but you're also a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of leaders who have willingly taken on this title of being a mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I think in church culture especially, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm so-and-so's mentor. I'm pouring into their life. And that's great and that's valuable. Yeah. Um, but what would you say is kind of the major difference between being someone's coach and being someone's mentor? Yeah. Um, so a, a mentor has a specific um, experience or experiences um, in said relationship, right? Like if you're a, a pastor, you tend to want to get a, a, a mentor that's a pastor that's done it before. So they've kind of uh, uh, paved the way, if you will, and to kind of help you make uh, great or better decisions or like, hey, I wouldn't do that, to kind of give that advice or just kind of walk through the path they've already taken that journey and so they're kind of speaking into um uh, where you're trying to go um but coaching is uh much different than the mentor uh relationship 
it is uh, more of another level of accountability that perhaps may not be on the mentorship side um, because when you have a coach, you're always going to leave a session or a conversation with some type of action item or action items. And the goal is for you to come to the next session uh, having done those actions. Right. And you don't want to show up not having done those actions. So that's what makes that so, uh, that relationship so unique is because you're like, ah, I got to get this done. And then once you come to the end of the coaching relationship, you'll see, wow, I did a lot of work. Or you're going to, hey, you're going to say, I'm going to keep going because this has been working for me. Definitely, definitely. And I remember when we first were having conversations about coaching, you know, you think about like a stage coach, you know, you'd have a horse pulling a coach. And it's just this concept of like taking you from point A to point B. Yes. And that's really that role of yep. the coach is like, how are we, how are you going to take you yes. from point A to point B? Yes. And I think that's kind of where it gets hairy is when you are a mentor and you're used to being like, look, you done goofed, you messed up. Yeah. Here's what you need to do mm-hmm. versus how, how would a coach maybe handle that situation differently than a mentor? If yeah. they're talking to somebody and they're going through a challenge they find themselves just in this conflict they don't know how to get out of. Mm-hmm. What would maybe be a coach's response versus a mentor's response? Yeah, so um, if if a mentor has uh, some coaching uh, experience, it would be up the, to the mentor to put on that hat and be emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. uh, to be able to navigate that time and, and and perhaps even tell tell the client like hey so I know you've been accustomed to mentor but right now I have my coaching hat on or, or vice versa mm-hmm. and um, hopefully um, their client or whoever whatever you want to call them um, can receive that yeah. and um, and be open to that and so it's to, to say hey, let me coach you right here. Right. Or will you allow me to put on the coach hat or will you allow me to put on the mentor hat? And most times is when you would really ask that question. If you're in a coaching uh, situation, you would say, hey, would you allow me to put on my mentor hat here? And then that's where you can go to. You should, you need to, blah, 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 right? Right. Um, And then get out of that quickly and get back to coaching. And then, you know, vice versa, if you're in a mentor situation like hey do you mind take a, if we take a few minutes to just kind of do a, a laser coaching session really quickly mm. and then go into coaching and so you could you could do that but um, hopefully the client will will understand and be open to that process yeah so what I'm hearing you say is is they can go hand in hand it just needs to be clarified which role you're operating in you got it all right absolutely, absolutely. so and it also speaks to like, I think so many people enjoy, as much as we don't want to admit this, I think we enjoy being told what to do. Mm. When we're in those challenging situations, it's it's kind of like going to mom or dad and being like, okay, what do I do? You know, like I, I owe somebody some money or I got in trouble with my teacher or I'm, I'm late on this assignment. What do I do? Yes. We're waiting on that instruction. But what we're doing is forsaking 
really the Holy Spirit in mm. ourselves mm-hmm. too, where we're so dependent on another person to say like, tell me what I should do, even though it's like, you got that same Holy Spirit in you that can direct you, yes. and guide you. Yep. Um, and so I would love for you to kind of talk about the importance of asking questions when it comes to being a coach, because again, I, I do think it is, I, I do think that it will provoke people into action when questions are asked. So in your experience, how are questions powerful? Why are they important? Oh, questions um, are powerful, important, because to your point, see, the answer lies within you, Ooh. right? Yeah. So I'm asking you the question for you to give me the hard response. It's for you to hear yourself give the hard response. Yeah. Um, there's nothing greater for me than to be in the coaching session Let's say it's a forty-five minute session, or it may get to may get to an hour, and and the client is just talking, 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 and all of a sudden, they have the answer. I've said nothing. Wow. Because wow. they they have discovered themselves into into the answer. Hmm. Um, oh, they have they, discovered themselves into it. Yeah, like how how you know it's 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 amazing. It's like clockwork, and I'm like, yes, I love it, and and people. When they come to a, a coaching relationship, they're like, oh, this is, this is counseling or, or this is therapy or uh, this, I mean, this is not going to work. And then they sit down and start talking. And after that first session, it's like, wow, that was great. Yeah. If you just allow yourself to be open to the process, you will be surprised yeah. at, at what you get out of those sessions. And so... The, the questions are, are there to, uh, I, I'm just trying to, to steer and, and guide, yeah. um, and uh, the answers is in you, and then even the actions are in you, right? Like, all right, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And to your point about, no, tell me what to do. No, 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 that you have the answer. It means more when it comes from you, oh, right? So, right. like, you know what you need to do? Uh, well, I need to... Stop hitting snooze. Like if I say you need to stop hitting snooze, right? Yeah, tell me what to do. But when it comes from you, like from your heart, man, I need to stop doing that. All right. So okay, that's one. You got anything else? You know that kind of thing. So it it means a lot to have those powerful questions to to guide you to where you want to be. Definitely. Yeah. And and you're the closest genius, you know, right? So like yes. when you come up with an idea, it's like. Ooh, that sounds better yes. because it came out of my mouth Absolutely. versus yours. Yeah. Because when you tell me to do something, it's like, oh, well, he's just telling me to do that mm-hmm. versus like I had this idea and it's something that I need to implement because it came from me, you yep. know? Um, and I loved what you said. They discovered their way to the answer. Yep. And that's so with that this is kind of a little little off topic but do you think that that points to the fact that we as a people generally don't know ourselves very well oh i wholeheartedly agree with that Mm. um we we just you know that's the power of the right type of community to kind of help you with that um uh, because we are surrounded uh you know of course we can get into a whole social media conversation and um, everything in front of our faces is just kind of uh, trying to inform what we're supposed to be and and we're just kind of got these images and uh, people's lives in front of us and say well oh, 
I should be doing this or I should be doing that and the whole imposter syndrome comes up and all these things and we don't get a chance to really really uh, tease that out with anybody we just kind of keep it in our you know closed up within ourselves but a a coach or mentor all of those um, uh, disciplines can kind of help with that you know and a lot of people don't want to do that here it is we want to put it all on just our personal relationship Jesus would the Lord is gonna show me the Lord is gonna show me well yeah he, he will but will you tell anybody what he showed you oh my goodness yeah right yeah so yeah I'm, I'm not here what? to preach no like you that. can go you ahead know what I'm saying preach. it's I'm we, take up offer. You, we, <laughs> we we just need to we even need to be accountable to what the Lord is telling us to do a lot of times we will not act on what he's saying to us because you know we like to hide behind yeah the, the, the Lord told me the Lord told me all right did you do what he said wow yeah you know and so right it's good to just have an accountability there to um, to hold us to what we say God is calling us to do or telling us to do yeah. absolutely because yeah. like you said when you share things with people it does create that accountability yep. if I meet with my coach and you know, I know, I know there was one point that I met with you and we had an action point of, um, but there's been a, a couple, but there was one about, you know, exercising mm-hmm. and you challenged me, well, you challenged me to come to the conclusion of I'm going to exercise X amount of days a week, you know, yeah. and there would be mornings that I'd wake up and I'd be like, I don't want to work out today, but I knew I'm going to have a follow-up meeting with Pastor Darius. Yep. Yep. And I don't want to go back to him and be like, no, I didn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, or the same thing with like you challenged me to affirmations. Mm. Okay, well, what's your what's your action point with having those daily affirmations? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say them every day, yep. you know, and it, it took me a while. And you know that mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. say, Kat, where are they? Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where I realized this accountability is holding me until it will be my own self-motivation that keeps me. That's it. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Because that's so good. A coaching relationship is not to be forever. Hmm. Right? Even the ones that are even extended, there are some that are, you know, five years and ten years. But when they get to that level, that might be like a one-year kind of check-in. Right? right. So it's, it's it's not designed to be forever because the idea is that you are going to develop the competencies or the 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 discipline to do these things on your own because wow. if if not it just becomes a, a dependency you become codependent yeah right it's definitely. like i'm just going to go with my coach well i'm really not doing my job if you're with me forever mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah and one of the things i love about you pastor darius is that you've You've not only said yes to the Lord in this new step and, and said, I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to go through the processes to become a licensed coach. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? Yep, yep. A licensed coach. You're also depositing it in other people mm-hmm. and empowering other people to go and be coaches as well. And so um, if you're listening for the first time, I actually work for a Christian university hosted at our church. And Pastor Darius has actually trained a lot of our staff mm-hmm. on how to be coaches and mm-hmm. how to meet with our students one-on-one. Um, and I think one of the, the top questions that we ask you, I feel like every time we meet, we ask you this question. What's we, that? It's this question of, what do you do when you make an action point with someone 
and they go, okay, got it. I've got the action point. I'm going to take it. I'm going to run with it. And they come back the next week and they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And you go, all right, well, next time we meet, I expect, you know, this action point to be done. Yeah. And then they keep coming back. So maybe what would you say to the person who's, who's coaching, who's mentoring and challenging students to an action point, challenging people to an action point, And it, it just seems like it's not being done. Gotcha. Uh, uh, let me back up. So not licensed, but certified. Let's let oh. me want to clarify that because I don't want to have a false, <laughs> false information out there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm certified through the Maxwell Leadership. Uh, that's John Maxwell. For those of you who know John Maxwell, the number one guru yes. in leadership, right? If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, so when you don't do the action, and we're starting with the session, the next session, we that's where we're going to start, and, and we may stay there. Mm-hmm. We won't go. We won't go any further until we've figured out why that action is not happening, and mm-hmm. just kind of discovering what what's going on um, uh, in your life at that point. And then other times, if the, I mean it continues to happen, it's it's time for a come to Jesus. It's it's time for a stern conversation. Hey, is is this working for you? Um, I mean, I can recommend another coach to you if, if I'm not working. Like the, the goal is to get you where you want to be. So if it doesn't come through me, it's fine. Yep. Um, but it is, you will not start another agenda without completing the previous action. It yep. just can't. If we got to sit there and, and tease it out in that session, that's what we'll do because you got to understand the, the importance of the of the action piece of it. If the action is not happening, coaching is not happening. Mm, yeah, that's good. Yeah. If the action is not happening, coaching, coaching is yeah. not happening. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, I know there's probably a lot of people listening that are like, "This is great. I would love to do something like this." So let me ask this question: Do you think it's possible for most leaders to take on the role of being a coach? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes. Um, what does the starter pack of a coach look like? What would be maybe some like basic essentials that someone would need to get started with coaching? Great question. Um, I, I think there there are some natural or some innate things that are needed, right? Um, that should be a part of who you are. Um, if you can be patient, then the you have a great possibility. If you have a listening ear, strong possibility. Um, if if you can pay attention, right, um, strong possibility. And if you are empathetic, that's that's key as well. So just again, so just because you're a leader doesn't mean that you can you should try to be a coach because there are many great leaders who will tell you hey coaching is draining mm-hmm. yeah can't do it right so um, if you enjoy the one-on-one or even group dynamics uh, if you're okay not um, being in the limelight you know because coaching is not lime limelight ministry or no. lime like career yeah. um, but those are just kind of the, the basics. Like, if you can 
navigate conversation, if you are great with questions, if you can listen without formulating the question while they're talking, um, like that's, and I know that's, that's tough to do, um, but, their, but their conversation informs the question, right? Like mm -hmm. you're talking and then I'm able to formulate a question based on what you're saying. So, um, yeah, authenticity, like it's, it's so many things. Um, those are just the basics. Like yeah. you, if you feel like you genuinely enjoy one-on-one uh, -on -one relationships, then um, that will be uh, a great start. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it feels, hear me out all the way, it feels a little bit like marketing and retail. Um, one of the things that they teach a lot in marketing and retail is asking open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. Because you never want to like close the conversation with somebody necessarily. Yeah. So, I, I worked at a, a retail store one time, and they said, when a customer comes in, don't ever say, hey, welcome. You say, hey, welcome. What can I help you with today? Uh, Instead of asking, how can I, or, or um, can I help you? Mm, it's, how can I help yes, you? Yes. And so asking questions that are open enough that would warrant a response, mm -hmm. that would that would invite conversation really yeah, right yeah. and and I feel like that's what you're trying to do within coaching as well as you know how are you good okay well we're not gonna get very far nope. with good nope, you know nope. what are the things that are you know stirring you right now mm -hmm. what are the things that you're passionate about okay well let's let's start there and like you're saying if you're not an empathetic person if you're not a relational person coaching is probably not for you nope 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 you you're gonna ruin that experience for somebody. Oh, they will probably never try. <laughs> you have to be coaxed yeah. or talked into trying it again because, you know, if, if you're already kind of nervous about it yeah. from the get go, like what is this coaching thing, right? Right. Um, and and just understanding that this is, this is a a, a mutual engagement, mutual exchange. I, I'm not the expert here, right? Um, I'm just here. To listen to what you're saying yeah. and um, ask questions based on um, those promptings, and so yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really just kind of being a friend to the person. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And just like you said, I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm not here to formulate opinions or questions right away. It's I'm fully fixated on what you are saying because I want to hear you and what you say matters, but. We're not going to leave the conversation of just, you know, we cried a little bit together and moved on. Mm. It's what will those tears cause you to do? Yeah. What yeah. are those tears watering in your yeah. life? You yeah. know, and yeah. like, because I mean, people don't talk about this often, but like Jesus was a very practical person mm. as well. Mm. Like obviously incredibly spiritual in nature, like mm -hmm. fully God, fully man. But he was, he was giving people words for practical living so that you could be a healthy, fully functional person. Yes. And so we play the role of practical Jesus when we're a coach, really, because we go, we should go in prayed up, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit will give you questions as yeah. well. Yes. Like, it's not just, I'm using my big brain to think through a question. Yeah. It's, it's I'm listening to you, and I, and I know you could definitely speak to this as well. Like, people come in and they say, Oh, I'm so tired. I've been through so much, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you say you're tired, and yes, you might be physically tired, 
but it sounds like there's something making your soul tired mm. you know mm-hmm. like what's what's really behind that and mm-hmm. i think we're in a day and age where mental health is such a is such a focus and it fuels a lot of issues in people's lives and so being a coach is i hear what you're saying but i want to ask a question to get you to come to the realization of this is what I'm struggling with for real. So good. Jesus was the master coach. Mm. Think about the questions that he was. Wow. I mean, like, who do men say that I am? Wow. You know, and I, oh my gosh, we could go yes. go on and on and on. Right? Yes. Um, do you love me? I mean, mm-hmm. just. And so great example of, of what it is to make you think. Coaching is to make you think. And, and once people understand and remember that um, this is non-judgmental, I'm not here to judge you. This is confidential unless, you know, something needs to be reported, of course. Um, they will let down their guard and be okay with thinking. Uh, as a coach, you got to be okay with silence. Yes. Because sometimes you might drop a question. It's like, wait, hmm, great question, and you got to take some time to yep. to think about it, right? Definitely. Um, we don't have to try to fill up the fill up the the space because mm-hmm. you're feeling awkward, right? Right. Um, that's that's the power of coaching happening in in that silence. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I love you said. Jesus was the master coach. Man, I, I wish I could think of, so I, I, I drew a blank, but I mean, in, in the Gospels, I mean, he was always he with was those parables. Always. And even like, we, we both attended a seminar this summer that, that uh, Pastor Jonathan mm-hmm. uh, spoke on empathy yeah. within leadership. And you actually got to do a session mm-hmm. about coaching. You and I actually got to do a, That's right. a, a, a mock yeah. uh, mm-hmm. coaching mm-hmm. session, which was really, really cool. Um, but he used this infographic at one point and it kind of correlated with something you just said where it was, it was like Jesus asked just a ton of questions mm-hmm. throughout the gospel. There was a number to mm-hmm. it. It was like, I don't know, 700 questions, mm-hmm. but he only answered three, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just this beautiful thing of like, you don't always have to have the answer. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the question is more powerful than mm-hmm. the answer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, um, because the question can evoke you into that, into that action. So that's why I love that statement that you made that Jesus was the master coach. And think about all of the questions that we know he had the answer to. But no, Oof. he allowed them, the disciples or, or the, 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 the crowds, right, to, to be um, able to dissect it or, or yeah. figure it out on them on their own, right? Like, right. he only answered three he out only, of all? Right. Man. Right. And like you said, he had all of the answers. Yeah. And he's asking Pharisees questions who should know the answer to yeah. these questions. Yeah. And I, I mean, I referenced on the last episode the story of, of Jesus and the man with the withered hand. And he approaches the Pharisees. The Pharisees are, are talking to him about, like, why are you trying to heal somebody on the Sabbath? You know, and yes. Jesus asks, asks them a question. And they sit in there silent because they don't they don't have an answer. And it says that Jesus is grieved by the hardness of their heart, mm-hmm. you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm asking you this question. Obviously, I know the answer. I'm hoping you know the answer. And you don't know the answer to this book that you claim that you know, to this yes. law that you claim that you know. Yes. And, you know, again, so often, like, we think we know everything as mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But we really walk around not knowing much at all, you know. <laughs> it's like we're barely skimming. And I think it does go back to what we were talking about earlier, like 
just people not knowing themselves truly. Yep. And yeah. I think, you know, I, I think therapy, the reason why I really wanted you on here to talk about this specific topic, because I could ask you to talk about a bunch of different mm-hmm. things. Um, therapy is so wise, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I think everyone should go to therapy slash counseling yeah. at some point in their life mm-hmm. or multiple different points of their life. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of your growth. I think going to church, going to a small group, you know, having a mentor in your life. But I think there's something so significant about coaching mm-hmm. that will take you to the next level in your career, yes. in your spiritual life, in your physical life, in your marriage. Like you've you've challenged me and things in my marriage, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just from just from you asking me questions, yeah. you know, and yeah. listening to me. Um, and you know, we don't listen to ourselves very often, but more often than not, like we may not have people listening may not have people who truly listen to them. Yeah. You know, yeah. how many times have you been telling somebody a story and you can tell they're thinking about something else, mm-hmm. you know, they're mm-hmm. thinking about what am I going to get for lunch? Mm-hmm. Or like you said, they're thinking about an answer to what you're going to say. And it's like, I just want someone to listen to me. Yep. Just want someone to hear me out. Mm-hmm. So you are so good at that. Mm-hmm. And well, so I want to ask you one final question that I think will be fun to answer. Okay. Um, what has been one of, because I know you're going to be like, I have to just pick one. Um, but what has been one of the most fulfilling things um, within your role of being a coach? Hmm. So you got to be okay with silence, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I mentioned it earlier. Um, once the trust has been established... Um, when the the client starts to talk and they start figuring figuring it out right it just starts to unravel like wow I just answered my own question or I just you know those are the most powerful moments to me because you're figuring it out as you go right and and you've not had this opportunity to listen to yourself talk Yes. And allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to, to, to talk being afraid of not, you know, having all of the answers, but then you got somebody in front of you to kind of help guide you. And it's like, wow, I haven't even asked a question yet. Wow. Wow. But because I started to talk, I tr- I'm trusting the process. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm trusting the, the process. Those moments, um, are priceless um, yeah and and just to see those per- perspectives change yes. um, you know, a part of um, the motto is to create undeniable contrast in per- perspective performance and passion so if I can get a 180 in your perspective uh, a 180 in your performance or a 180 in your passion um, then, I, then I've done that. And that very well could happen before I even ask you anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, That's so good. Yep. And I think I think this is a really cool sect of discipleship that's not really talked Ooh. about. Because, yes. I mean, when you think about the Great Commission, mm-hmm. Jesus didn't say, you know, go and, and teach people how to become dependent on you. He said, go and make disciples. Yes. And you, in order to do that, you have to teach people how to walk on their own. Mm-hmm. You have to teach people yes. how to 
come to the conclusions on their own. It's one thing for, for us to read the Bible together, but what does the Bible mean to you mm-hmm. and what action will it call you towards? Yeah. Because if we all, if we believe every person has a unique calling, unique giftings, which they do, mm-hmm. the Lord has put that in each person, mm-hmm. we have to teach people, what will you do with what you've been given? How will you take it and own it and walk with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I just feel like that's what coaching does is it's like, all right, tell me your world. Tell me your troubles. Tell me, okay, okay, yeah, I hear all that. Okay, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do with that? Yep. You know, what yep. are the things that you're going to do to grow in those areas? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's that's a really cool way of looking at it. It's just you're discipling people Absolutely. in a really unique way. Absolutely. And because when, when they can see your life, then they they will tend to open up to, to the process. Like, let's say they've been watching you and walk with the Lord and, and walk, watching how you, you know, watching your marriage, watching how you move in ministries. Like, hey, I, I want to get up close and personal. Hey, I, I want you to lead me in this way. I, I would love for you to d- disciple me. That That's just, that's the, the greatest honor. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell this story. Um, one of my clients, one of the clients I have with um, the, uh, one of the cor- corporate clients that I have, um, the CEO mentioned that he wanted me to work with this particular person. And so he felt like, it's like oh, this this may be a challenge for you because she, she may be a little, little, little tough to crack or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So got in there, sat down, and I, I felt the tension, right? Um, and uh, she's, first thing she says, so Darius, do you have a coach? I said, as a matter of fact, I do. I have um, several. I'm on several coaching calls and da-da-da-da. And then after that, it was on, right? Wow. So sometimes all it takes is either watching somebody or having the experience. Like, okay, I'm not a novice at this. Trust me. I I can can get you where you want to go. Just just trust me, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that goes in line with discipleship people watching your life yes right and then hey i want to connect with you on another level i mean that's a great 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 coaching relationship for sure that's so good yeah that's so good and people want to know like are you going to act on what you believe in or are you just going to talk about it because you so are you a coach are you being coached right right Right. It's yep. the same thing with pastors. Like, come on. You better be pastored if you're pastoring people. Please be pastored. Please be pastored because people <laughs> are crazy out here. You okay? need that. Yeah. You're yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pastor Darius, I think we have talked to these people long enough. Listen, we 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 just let y'all in on how we roll. Right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, so much wisdom, so much wisdom, and I just want to thank you again for just being on the show today yeah. and just dropping heat. People's yeah. people's cars are probably on fire well, right now with well, all the heat. I hope so. Well, and you say it's such a nice voice. It's like this mass wisdom. You're like, yes, um, you should be coached. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. And where can people um, find you, or maybe even get connected with you with coaching? Oh wow, great question. Um, so yeah, you could email me at darius.elder at lead180.org. Again, Darius.Elder at lead180.org. Or you can give me a phone call, 470-825-2439. And probably for for this generation, a text is fine too. So 
Wow, I appreciate you dropping your phone number. Yeah. You just said, here you go. Hey, Here's yeah. access. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you deeply in my life. Uh, this man did communion at my wedding. Um, That's so right. You've been married for a year. A year. A whole. Can you believe it? I cannot. I can't either. It went so fast. Listen, I. oh man, I wish we had more time. No. I have stories. Well, actually, I don't because it's a coaching relationship, so I cannot uh, divulge <laughs> any information. Right? There you go. <laughs> Keep that confidentiality. The Lord saved me once again yes. from a little embarrassment. Hallelujah. <laughs> because, boy, do you know some things about my life <laughs> and how far the Lord has brought yes, me. Yes, indeed. Yes. Well, thank you again, Pastor Darius. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've gleaned a lot from this episode and learning about how to coach people who will truly make a difference in your leadership and ministry. As always, I'm Kat Robbins, and thank you for listening to the Ministry Refuel Podcast.